wanted to miss the link, so that's why I want to go live now. Now we're live. Um, if you're watching, hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Footy Fantasy Show. Obviously, it's going to be an English Premier League review show. We'll start with a big game. Um, we're waiting for the sports fan, you know, for him to join. <laughs> join us. As, as always, they like coming late. <laughs> <laughs> they are late to everything. They are late to their title challenge. They are late to their top challenge. They are late to everything. So we'll be breaking down, obviously, the Spurs game. <laughs> we'll talk about the man of the match, all of that, all of that. Talk about top four race. Uh, talk, we might touch a little bit on uh, the relegation battle, if there's one, and end with the EPL teams who have the best opportunity in Europe right now. Champions League, um, of course, Europa. That tournament I don't really care about, but you know, I have to, I have to care about it. <laughs> I kind of have to care about it, but that's kind of where it's we are. For United to win something. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, fine. Let me choose Alpha. Thanks for coming back. It's been a while. You've been on our show for sure. Um, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I've been asking yeah. to come back, so it's good to be back finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be good to uh, chat a lot about uh, United, United chat, I guess. I guess we can yeah. actually start and um, let's talk about United for Ono comes. When Ono comes or Steven comes, we can talk about sports. Uh, thoughts about the game. What are your thoughts about the game today? Um, it was, to me, it was a game of two halves. First half started off the way we always play. Quite. I don't want to sound too harsh, but it was a bit boring. But it wasn't right. just all up to United. Because United would lose the ball. Sports would lose it, give it back to us. It was a bit crappy for the first... 30 minutes there about. Then we had that chance. We scored. Um, obviously, the VR decision came in and the goal was cancelled. Then it became a bit feisty. Then I started feeling more like a like a proper um, big game or as, as people were expecting to see. And it was it was nice to see that. And the second half, my United reacted really well. Coming out in the second half, they really wanted it. Um, I think Pogba and Cavani were awesome today. It was a fantastic performance from them. Um, Fred scoring the goal was not expected. But yeah, faster, <laughs> well, faster Fred. Faster Fred. I, I don't know what he was doing in the box, but finally he got he got the goal. Um, we just got going. Uh, there were times that Spurs could have pulled one back, hitting the post, Dean Henderson making that big save. But, you know, we managed to keep it going and just put them to the sword after the second goal came in. Greenwood came off the bench and was... Was so good. It's like everything he touched today turned to gold. So um, hopefully he can pick up from there and we move on. The second half is one of the best I've seen United play in a while because most of our games we've been getting the results, but it's been a bit drab. You see um, comments from fans after we won a game. It's as if we lost the game because yeah. the game was just a bit boring. But this second half was a bit inspiring and hopefully we can do that over the full game. Because most of the time, when we have good games, either we have a good second half or we play in good moments and we win the game. Or sometimes we are just crap and um, Rashford comes up with something or Bruno comes up with something. But we just keep on winning. So it's very difficult to really bash the team when they are getting three points, whichever way they're doing it. But uh, I personally, I'm a bit tired of saying, um, yeah, the game was not that great, but at least we won. I've said that like for the past how many games. So I want to be able to watch a game, enjoy it, like the way I watch Champions League or watch other Premier League, lower teams, like the game against uh, Man City and Leeds was a really good game. Um, the game today as well, between Leicester and uh, West Ham, West Ham played really well. Like I want to see games where United play and 
dominate and not just have a good second half or playing moments in between. I want us to take the initiative and, you know, and be on top of games. But I guess we have to wait to see that happen. <laughs> yeah, comments from Dr. Sakat. Uh, yeah, those are good ones. Before we learn, it says Fulham get relegated. Those <laughs> useless guys need to swing in like a pendulum between EPL and Championship always. Nonsense owner. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think so too. I think they, wait, they waited too long. Um, too long, yeah. They waited too long to make decent buys to, you know, waited too long to do so many things. So, yeah. But I, I, I wanted them to, to be honest, I wanted them to stay up. I'm going to be honest. I appreciate them staying Why? up. Why did you want them to stay up? The Nigerian bias, I'm going to say that for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I would like the Nigerian bias um, that we, I have. People like Josh Maja, Aina, even though he's on loan, Ademola Lukman. I wanted them to do well in Nigeria. I mean, I want, I want my Nigeria boys to do well, <laughs> you know. So, I'm Scott Parker. Even though initially I was like, mm, this guy, I'm not too sold on him, but yeah, at the same time, it looked like things were kind of going well, but it looks like they fizzled out. And again, I don't like Newcastle. I don't Why like, do like Newcastle. I, I don't like their owner, Mike Ashley. <laughs> Everyone doesn't like them. <laughs> I don't like their owner. But, but they, just have, they have more than enough to go through. I think I think the bottom three will remain what it is right now. Um, Newcastle have Callum Wilson back. Say maximum is back as well. You saw his impact in the game when he came on. So I think they'll have just about enough to push them through. The bottom three, I feel, will still remain the same. Yeah, so coming from, yeah. I agree. Coming from Chairman says, What? Then she says, I actually think this game was better than City's. I agree, in my opinion. I think this was better. City leads. Oh, that's what she's saying. Okay, City leads. Okay. Ah. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not you can say that it. because it was kind of one way. If you think about it, Leeds just had yeah, like but before, before, before the red card, it wasn't. That's that true. Much. That's yeah. a good point. Before that's the red card, it was Leeds were ahead anyway. So it was more balanced. That's that's a good point. It was more balanced yeah. than the red card. I, I can't believe that this sports guy has has run away. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, my goodness! It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't want to face the. The he, can, he should be used to it by now. So <laughs> he should be used to it by now, right? He used to it by now. Now it's normal, normal level. <laughs> it's like, why would you run away? We agreed you're supposed to come on. I'm giving more call now. I'm going. I'm giving more call on the live stream. What's <laughs> well, they've, they've It's not just win this game. They've had so many games where they go up in the first half and they end up losing the game or dropping points. It just happens so many times. He says it's on it. I'm like, I don't see you. <laughs> I have to let you in. Yeah, it's not, so. it's not, it's not showing. This is what sports fans have to do to us. They have to, you know, make us be chasing them down. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to roast. I'm going to roast this guy when he comes out. <laughs> I'm going to roast him big time when he comes out. Uh, who was your man of the match? Uh, Mr. Team Pogba and Cavani. Well, I'll give it yeah. to Cavani. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. My love for Pogba sometimes clouds my. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he had a really good game. I think he really um, stepped up in this game in terms of control. Even the first goal that got cancelled, 
his composure in the box when he had the ball. He didn't rush it, he stayed calm, looked for the pass. It was just the right weight of pass, and Cavani scored. Um, also, in the goal that um, Greenwood created, the one he created for, um, for Cavani, see how he shrugged off the guy on the ball. He was so comfortable on the ball that he didn't have to rush it, shrugged him off, made that pass to Greenwood, and Greenwood just played it across to Cavani. So he had a big, big impact in the goals that we scored. And Cavani just looked like he was on a mission today. Like, he, he had some proof. Yeah, so he, he took it quite seriously today. So it's between it both of them. Anyone to me, if you, if you say Pogba, I will not give. If you say Cavani, it's fine. But two of them ran the show today. And we need to see more of that for United. And I think it's very obvious that once you pay Pogba further up the pitch, that is what you get from playing Pogba there. So I don't understand why we always want to play him in the double play. But he doesn't... I think he's he's a victim of his own quality in that sense that yeah. he's the one that they can move around to play different positions because he's that good. So it's like, oh, we need to add some creativity to the team. Oh, but you play on the left. Oh, you play on the right. Play in the double pivot because he's the one that has the ability to move within different positions of his quality while the rest of them are more suited to the roles that they are good at. So... I think his 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 um, skill and his quality is a gift and a cost for him in United. So until we get that proper defensive midfielder that can do their job, then he can free him up. So, because to me personally, I feel like the best formation for United is four three three. If we had a proper defensive midfielder and you have um, Pogba on the left hand side of the midfield and Bruno on the right hand side. And we have a good right winger, <laughs> then I don't think like you need to replay the double pivot team. Well, let's see if we can get that signing in the summer and, and see what happens. I'm very surprised. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm very surprised that you know I, I will be shocked if we go to another summer and not get like a proper holding meter. I'll be shocked as well because I think that's personally, I think that that's the position that we need to play at the most. We have a lot of places to take care of or positions in the team to take care of, but I feel like defensive midfield is where we really need a player because if we have a proper defensive midfielder, we don't need to play the McFred thing all the time. Yes, that player can do his job and cover them, the defenders. And I think if you have a better defensive midfielder, the way we think uh, defense is bad will not look as bad. And the team can actually um, keep their um, possession properly. Because if a defensive midfielder is behind, Pogba can move forward knowing that, okay, there's, there's some sort of cover at the back. Uh, Fernandez can move. So you can have like two eights and not have a 10 and have people in double people. Because I'm not a really big fan of the double people thing. I prefer a 4 3 3 formation where, you know, people can move and interchange and you can have some freedom with the kind of players that we have. They need to express themselves more. Pogba is not yeah. someone you, you lock him down in. Um, in a double people and tell him to just bring the ball out and release it to them, Bruno, at the legs. But I feel he needs to get a little bit of freedom up front. And even though he's not great on the left or on the right, but anytime he's just further up the pitch, you just see that difference. He oozes glasses when he's further up the pitch. His control of the game, his quality on the ball, the weight of his passes. We just need him more in the game. I, I, I absolutely agree. Put some smile on your face. <laughs> so Stephen has joined the has joined the pod. <laughs> Welcome Stephen. You know, I promised because she came late. I was gonna, you know, do the have you seen the Arsenal dance, Stephen? The 
take your time with it. Take your time. Take your time with the hell. <laughs> take your time with it. 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 What's up, boy? Get this dance out of my face, man. Come on. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? I thought y'all would beat us 6 1. Nah, nah, nah. Reverse psychology is not working today. Hey, man. Hey, look, look, look. 3 1. I expect. We talked about this last night. I. This attacking freedom, Jose Mourinho, is leading nowhere. So. Hey, take your little win and, and keep moving, you know? It's all good. Stephen, they are saying hi in the comments, so come up first. <laughs> join the room. Join the room. Ah, it, it would be laughter. Take hey, your time with it. Take hey, your time with it. Everybody in the chat room, see, I appreciate it. What a beautiful face, man. She should be on here. <laughs> why are you in the chat room? Get in the mix. This is a sports podcast. Um, I'm not allowed to be trying to slide in any DMs on a sports podcast. Okay? <laughs> this is a sports podcast. Okay, so we're waiting for you. Tell us what what, what are your thoughts about the game, uh, Mr. Steven. The floor is yours. Okay, so basically. I can't speak about the game without speaking about the season, the way the season has gone. You know, the reason I wanted Mourinho at the club is because I wanted that defensive mindset. I wanted us to park the bus in selective games. I wanted all that defensive, bring that game to Spurs because it's what we've been missing. We always had the flare players. We've always had the attacking. So I wanted a coach that would make the players defend, okay? So Mourinho okay. came in. I, I'm one of the rare Spurs fans that was happy with us parking the bus against Man City, against uh, Chelsea, that kind of team. Okay? So we try to play and have more attacking intent against the small teams and against the more expensive teams park the bus. I love that. And we rode that to the top of the league. All of a sudden, in January, Mourinho switched. He started playing Dombele back as a holding midfield player. Started playing Lucas as number 10. So a lot of Spurs fans like it. They say, oh, now we're playing with attacking freedom. I guess they didn't like when we were top of the league because we were playing a bit defensive. So they like the attacking freedom. I do not like it. I think it's naive. So okay. since January, we've been in free fall because Mourinho has dropped his philosophy. He bowed to the pressure of the Glenn Huddles, the Alistair Gold, all the, all the Spurs talkers who always say that, oh, this is ugly football, blah, blah, blah. So he he bowed to that, and you can see it. You can see the difference in the first game we played against Man City when we played on the break and beat them 2-0 versus the second game against Man City where we were playing with a high line and got caught out with a long ball that Gundogan, Gundogan scored, okay? So that switch, that drop of Mourinho's philosophy, to me, is ridiculous and so anything that he's doing now i i really i really i'm just watching the games for entertainment like let me tell you the points of the game i enjoyed today i like bruno fernandez nutmeg let, let me let me let me let me make it up just a comment i like bruno fernandez good comment i got comment good comment 
I'm watching for the nutmegs and for the tricks. There's nothing else in the game for me. All these games we're playing, you could have seen us against Newcastle last week. I mean, we're playing attacking freedom against Newcastle. We get scored on in the second half. We're the we're one of the worst teams in the league in the second half. We do well in the first half and drop in the second half because we don't know how to defend. So it's a silly game, and Mourinho's going to play it till maybe he leaves next season. I think I think is is um I think Mourinho is in a position where um do it and you be damned and do it and you still be damned because in the beginning people were like oh he's too defensive he needs to. Uh, allow the players express themselves more. You have attacking players. Why are you always defending? And he started off with his defensive style, which is him, but he realized he doesn't have the defenders to play that way. So now he has decided to allow the attacking players play. And still, you guys are in that games in the second half. So I don't know what he can do at this point. <laughs> he can go back to the defensive game. from the thing about the defensive game is it makes so much sense for us. It's not that you need the world-class players to do it. We do it because we don't have the world-class backline. So we need the whole team defending. And that's why it was working in the first half of the season. Because we don't have the top center back, and all, uh, Toby Alderweireld is having he's, – he's kind of, let's say, dropping his standards a bit, and his fitness standards are dropping. So because we don't have that backline, we needed to protect by sitting back in the midfield. And it was working. So what happened is Mourinho bowed to the pressure and he's dropped his philosophy. As a coach, you can't drop your philosophy. Once you've done that, the game is over. Because one, you don't know how to coach an attacking game. Like just straight up on know-how. You know a defensive game. Now you're trying to coach an attacking game. You don't have the, it would be like, think about Pep Guardiola trying to coach a defensive strategy. He would not be able to do it right. So that's one. Second one is the players are going to lose faith because two months ago you were telling us, hey, everybody defend together. Son, drop back all the way to your box and help out with Reggion. And then now you're saying, oh, Lucas, just keep making runs through the middle. <laughs> and Dumbele, <laughs> just, just go ahead and dribble. And when you can, help Hoiberg. So Hoiberg is on his own as the only central defensive midfielder for at least, seven, at least three quarters of the game. So it just doesn't make sense from a common sense standpoint. And I feel like he's lost his mojo, you know? He's lost his confidence. Jose. I told you. Martini still has his confidence. <laughs> I told you. you know, this is where, my man, Stevie, this is where I get to tell you. This is where I get to tell you, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. You did not predict, you did not predict that Jose would switch his philosophy. You said Jose would be defensive. And I like that. I wanted that. So you did not predict that Jose would switch and try this stupid uh, attacking game. Hey, I, I told you he's lost it. That's the key of everything. He's lost it. So I started to question. I started to question. I say, um stupid attacking game because you know Poch did that great stuff for you guys for the number of years he did it and put you guys on the map and all of a sudden you won the defensive mindset no but Poch did it better you don't you understand what I'm saying I'm saying Jose cannot coach this attacking game so it's it's not good just having Lucas through the middle is not smart every game you cannot just do that every game in order to push forward Poch did the attacking game better I would not say that's stupid under Poch Poch did it better because that's him. That's his philosophy. He knows how to teach that. 
hey, this, this coaching thing is about teaching. Like you have to make the players one understand on a technical level what to do. Then you have to motivate them to want to do it. And you cannot do that if it's not your philosophy inside. You you just That's cannot right. bring that. So, so I have this question for you. It says, would you keep Jose if he finishes outside top four and loses, I guess, not Africa, like people are in the uh, Carling Cup final, right? Carabao Cup, that's what it's called now. Yeah. But answer yeah. that. Who are you? I am watching. Get your facts right, man. Uh, okay, Carling. That's it. Okay, Carling Cup. We're already out of the LA Cup, FA Cup. But um, I would keep Jose for another season. Like, uh, I would give him the second season. Okay, why? On the strength of what he's been able to do in the past and hoping that he would be given a chance, he would be backed as far as getting the top center back and then be able to play his philosophy. So this season, what happened, he was, uh, I think we got something that we've been wanting for a while, another left back, a more attacking left back. We got a center defensive player, Hoiberg, so good, great buys. But then Jose wanted Skriniar really badly, the top center back, and he, he was not back there. Instead, we got the deal, the loan deal for Bale. I love Bale, but he's not a center back. I love Bale to death, but he's not a center back. So I would love to see Jose with a team where – look at this season, right? Look at this season. This season, I really believe that it's a case in point, and what it's shown us is all these top managers – they can be a bit average if they don't have a world-class center back. Look at Liverpool and Klopp. Take out Van Dyke, and it's a bit average. Look at Manchester City with no top center back before Diaz came in. A bit average. Once Diaz came in, new team. So Jose needs that also, and he's been saying that. In fact, I feel him on this because he's been crying that since Man U. He left Man U, they got Maguire. He comes to Tottenham, we don't get a top center back. So I'll give him the top center back, and then, all right, do what you can do. And if you don't win next season with that, let's let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. What, what do you mean you don't win? You have to clarify that. What do you mean you don't yeah, win? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean you don't win? I think all. What clarify that? What are we talking about here? What, what do you think Jose does with his life? He thinks you think he comes out here to sell ice cream? Win the league, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is on his stuff again. Yeah, all the stuff again. Okay. I see, no, I see. If, if I give you a top center back and you don't win the league, you know, I mean, just just keep moving. Take your 25 mil, whatever it is. <laughs> That's what he's. That was he. Was he's in a club to do? Retirement, man. You guys are just. You have, you have joined the host of clubs who have invested in his retirement benefits, and that's hey. great. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Hey, man. All right, guess what? You guys are invited to that retirement party too. You guys. Are I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I said you have joined the host of clubs like us, yeah. who has invested in his retirement benefits. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Absolutely. You are the, you are the latest victim, so you get to get roasted. Uh, so let's talk about the game. Uh, we are half of my chatted a little bit. Who was your man of the match? Seriously. Man of the match, man. I'm gonna pick my favorite player, um, PP. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick him. I you think. Know what we're talking about. 
I, That's I think, my point. I think he was very good today in the way that he used the ball. He was smart with it. it you know, Pogba is always a thing where sometimes he, he'll do too much. But whenever he stays in the game, kind of plays with a team but provides a little bit of the magic at critical points, it's perfect. There was one point, one thing he did wrong today. I think his short passing was very good. His skills were good. His passes were good. But one time he got a ball in the six-yard box. Did you see? And he tried to hit it, like, with a back heel instead of just putting it in. I was like, come on, man. I mean, I know you're a man you play, but that's my boy always. PP and Dele Ali, those are my, my favorite players. So to see PP, the way he worked, and I like just a little bit of me that just likes that he overshadowed Bruno in, in today's game. Talking about that, I was talking about that on the watch along. Is there was a time, there's, there's this debate within the fan base. It's like a, it's like a, like a war. It's like a civil war where the something that pitched Pogba and Bruno against each other. Every time, and it's just like, what does this makes no sense? Like, no sense. This, is, this is big. This is big, this is big Manchester United, you know. Like there was a time we had like four, like world class midfielders: Roy King, Scholes, Beckham. Like this is big Manchester United. It's okay to have multiple world class slash very good midfielders, right? You know, it's it's very okay to have that. So yeah, I, so I don't I don't get. I think it's just a social media thing people want to do. But see, yeah, it just because some people just don't like any sort of criticism of um Fernandez when you say he's not always in the game or he gives the ball away a lot, and everybody always comes comes back with oh, but he gives us an assist or he gets a goal, he comes up in critical moments. And most people's argument is that you know the all round game is still a bit lacking, and that's true. But it is a bit more of the all round game, but he doesn't get as many goals and assists. But we also need to look at the positions that they are playing, absolutely. I feel personally like if Pogba was playing in a 10 and he was fit, he probably would be doing close to those numbers. Maybe not in the goals, but in the assists, because he has the way he controls the game. But Bruno also is a player that sometimes when everything is just still, somebody just needs to do something out of the ordinary to make something happen. He's willing to take that chance even if he loses possession. So I think it's it's a good balance to have. It's it just is. to it's just to know when to do it and when not to do it. That's my problem with Bruno sometimes. And I think I, he has reduced it compared to earlier on in the season when he tries all those Hollywood passes. Well, yeah, I agree. I think the difference you see, you hit the nail on the, the head. It's balance, right? Pogba is more technical. I think Pogba has better quick feet, and I think Pogba is um, his quick feet control is way way better. What Bruno has over Pogba is the shooting. Bruno is a better shooter. Yeah, Bruno is more direct. Bruno is a better shooter of the ball. He's more direct. He's more direct. Bruno can like pop it like 30 miles. Yeah, just quickly hits the ball. He shoots better than Pogba. But when it comes to passing and weight of passing, weight, Pogba, that weight of passing is very, very important. passing is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yes, because sometimes Bruno makes the passes, but sometimes the weight on the ball is either too much and the player has to take one or two touches and he just takes you away from your stride. But something that's very key to me sometimes when I look at a midfielder is his ability to control the game, his range of passing and the weight of the pass. Because one one of my favorite midfielders of all time is Pelu. Pelu can hit the ball from from 50 yards and it, it looks like he's so fast, but when he gets into where the players, he just slows down. I don't know how he does it. It's just a yeah. technique on how he strikes the ball. So 
it's just the ability to have those different ranges of passes and to decide when you want to try those Hollywood passes and when you just keep it simple is is very key to have that balance because sometimes you try too much then you give possession away too much and in some certain games you can't afford to give away possession so if you play like the smaller teams or teams like Burnley that are not really a possession-based team and just lump it up to their um to their strikers you can afford to take chances like that but if you play a team that is more possession-based you don't want to always lose the ball to them all the time and keep chasing the game so it's just choosing the moment when to take a chance with the pass or when to just keep possession so I think that's all this job, Joe. Right, before we go, before we move on to, I, I would like to, you know, kind of tell me if you were Jose, what lineup would you use going forward? Before you answer that, I wanted to quickly talk. I think it's very critical to talk about social. I think social made it. When I was in watch along, I was complaining that I do not like when Rashford is being shoe on to the right. I don't like it. I'm saying this. That first half, he wasn't working. But he, he pushed him. When he moved him back to this regular position and Pogba was able to go forward more, I, I, I thought we had bare, way better control, way better decision. We started making better runs into the box, you know. So I think social made great, very, very good tactical adjustments. I also think this has been our best game. I think even better than the City game, the Tuesday, because that game was just more disciplined and breaking at the right moment. This was a very played well, the combinations. And I think Social should get a lot of credit. He should, because when, yeah, he when, the, players were, when the players were down, like there was a yeah, pass amount of they were just getting results, and the play looked, he still continued getting results. He didn't fall off the cliff, right? And he has most likely comfortably secured without missing knock on wood without me speaking too early i think we are most likely secure top you know second position you know so yeah. i think it gets you should get a lot of credit because there were a lot of challenges in this covid pandemic season so and i think he's doing a good job um and so yeah that, that's what i think anyway so oh no i don't keep it moving i don't want to spend not spend too long on this what would be your team if you're jose imagine you're jose football manager style you know what would you do going forward this is first thing starting lineup after this game yeah I, for, for one i have to say i'll answer the question but i have to say that for me i don't look at a team as oh this is my starting 11 11. i think that for every opposition it's going to change because the matchups are going to change i oh, yeah. i feel coach popovich I, I i you know it's all about the matchups just like in basketball the same in soccer but you have to understand players well to do it but in general as a broad strategy like i said in the beginning i would go back to a 4-3-3 a back four of i bring toby toby back and playing with sanchez okay i think dyer is a horrible center back i i do not think he's a center back at all he's a makeshift center back let me just put him there because he's given something to our club so i don't want to just rubbish him but okay so um Reguillon on the left, Ore on the right, in the back. I, I don't want Doherty to ever play. For <laughs> See, the difference between him and Dyer is, like I said, Dyer is giving more to the club. I'm going to respect him. Doherty, please, please, please stop. <laughs> okay. Come on, be good. In the midfield, in the midfield, like I said, I, I like... This is what I, I like for our midfield, and that's how we play till till December, to beginning of January. Hoiberg, Sissoko, 
and then Ndombele. And, and those two take on the defensive responsibilities and let Ndombele roam. Okay? And then in the front is Harry Kane, his son on the on the left. And then I want Dele Ali playing on the right. If you remember when, when Pac started with Dele Ali, he played him in a couple different positions. Sometimes yeah. play him on the left wing, but he comes in to play in the middle with, with Erickson and leave that space on the wing. Or sometimes he's on the right and he'll come in and leave space on the wing for Trippier to get up. So I want Dele Ali on the right, but coming in to play with Kane. That's the team that I would really like to see. I, I'm not going to put in Bale because it's a complicated issue there. I like Bale, but it's a compl very complicated issue. What about Lacelso? Who? Lacelso. He's not fit yet. He's not fit yet, and honestly, I don't think he's at the level yet. He'll be. He'll be on the bench. He'll I'm surprised. You know, I, I'm very, I mean, I, I thought he didn't bring much to the game. He was passing safe. He was a body there. But when you're playing against a team like Manchester United, you need off-the-ball work just as much as on-the-ball work. And and he didn't add much off-the-ball. He, he had one tackle on uh, Pogba maybe. But when, when I mean, when I say off-the-ball, I'm talking about runs to cut off pass, passes, pass openings. So that's the team that I would put out there. I don't think Bale's going to stay. Uh, you know, it, Bale's issue, I think, is a is is a deep one. There's something Jose has been saying. He's been saying that attitude is more important than skill. And I think he's been given a subtle reminder about Bale's, trying to say that he has the skill, but not the attitude to fight and play in the game. And that's why he hasn't been playing. Great skill player, but in the moment of his career that he is. He's just not going to bring it consistently. So, okay. I, I think Jose has made a big mistake leaving uh, Ali out, definitely. He should have found a way to fit him in, and that's what I'll, I'll try to do if I was. Yeah. So, let's, let's, now you've talked about players, let's move on to the next hot talking point. So, I think two days ago, a report came out from The Athletic about Harry Kane already saying if, top, if Spurs don't make top four, he's going to push for a move. So, let me just quick thoughts about this uh you think hurricane is going to leave this summer if sports don't make top four Steven? interesting i if we don't make top four you said if we don't make yeah top four. okay let's make it easier you're not making top four so do you think you're saving or... <laughs> okay that's true <laughs> that when, when sports don't make top four do you think hurricane it's it's tough to know man it's tough to know do i think he's going to go i honestly don't know man but let me tell you what i want him to go interesting i like him i'm a i'm a coach and i'm a coach because i love players i was a player myself and i love players like i sincerely love players and i want the best for them so i think if we're not winning He's going to be 28, 29. Yeah. He should go. I would like him to go and get a chance to be part of a dynasty somewhere, be part of something big somewhere. But do I th think he's going to go? I think he might stay because there's a lot involved in his contracts, his emotions. It's the Premier League record that he still wants because we're not going to give him to a Premier League club. It's not going to happen. 
So if he goes, he misses that chance to keep that Premier League goal scoring record, to break that record. So I, I don't think he'll go because of that. But I would like him to go win. I want to see him win. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's a fair comment. I like that. It's not that's a passion. Very, yeah, it's not one of those passion responses. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's gonna leave this summer? I think ideally he wants to leave, but I don't think any club can afford him. That's where the that's, problem is. Because yeah. we know Daniel Levy does very hardball <laughs> business. And yeah. Ken anyways is gonna cost a lot of money. So I don't see a particular team that's just gonna spend that money on just one player in the transfer window that that we do they don't know when next um, revenue is going to be steady again so i think he will want to be but i don't know who can afford him that's just the problem maybe chelsea absolutely, absolutely agree with you leverage leverage is, is with Tottenham. Tottenham have leverage yeah. they signed a ridiculously high contract what six years he has a six-year contract i signed i think a year two years ago so they you see have that's four true. more years i mean the leverage yeah. is with Tottenham. Is with Spurs, so I agree with you. They can ask for ridiculous amounts now, and, amount you know, money, yeah. and like oh, um, Stephen said, the reason why I don't agree, why I agree that he's not going to leave is for the key fact that he wants that Premier League record, and Harry Kane is not going to risk forcing, trying to force his way out, and he no club can, and no club can now pay the one fifty or two hundred. Leave is going to ask for, then he now has to stay. Oh, it's fans in the stadium. Harry Kane is not going to—he's not going to risk that. That's, I don't think it's his personality. I don't think exactly, exactly. Kind of that's, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't yeah. think so. You know, I, I think he, he took he, that leverage went when he signed that. It was smart, or he had smart advice. He's not, let me not let me not say that he's a smart person. I'm just saying, if you had better advice at the time, maybe yeah, not done three years. Six, yeah, three years, not six. Six is mm -hmm. six words. Six is you saying, regardless of what happened, regardless of the project going yes. sideways, I'm here. For, you know, for, I'm here for almost for life, or at least through my peak years. So, so Man, Stephen, he's a Spurs boy. I mean, yes, he is, he is, he is. I know, I know. So, it's uh, just like Rashford. If Rashford, you know, I agree. It's just like how Rashford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. That's what it is. Another thing is why I'm saying it's tough because I I see a scenario where Jose gets backed a little more, and I can see them trying to convince him. Say, if we do this with our squad. I'll give it one more year. And at the end of that next year, Jose leaves if we don't win. Kane leaves if we don't win. Like, next year will have to be it. For make or break. Yeah. Next year, yeah. make or break. Yeah. I agree. Because I think clubs will have more money than More money than, yeah. From fans, get tickets, all that. I agree. So, next one, staying with transfer. Because I don't want this to be fluid. I don't want us to, like, follow any template. Pogba and Son. Uh, let's start with Shafa. Pogba. Do you think Pogba leaves this summer? I don't think so. Okay, I think he stays. I think he stays. Yeah, I think he stays. Because he has to sign a contract this summer. If he's on his final year. I think he stays. Signing About signing the contract, I don't know. You think he will? Oh, you think that he will lose Pogba for free? They will risk that? I think he won't push to leave. He will want to go, but he won't push to leave. But I doubt that... He wants to sign the contract, except some assurances that be given to him, and we know the board that we have. They can't get <laughs> any kind of assurances because I know with him, he doesn't have a problem being in United. He just wants to win, yeah. and the way he's seen how everything has played out, I'm not sure he thinks he can win, and he wants to have the opportunity to win more things on a club level. So, yeah, 
that's why it's in well with son of spurs yeah is that what you that's the second yeah, one yeah he's nearest my was one of my favorite players in the premier league i know, I know. so i don't know there's, there's not been a lot of noise about where he can possibly go to or stuff like that so i think he'll stay at home and if he has I think next shot, year i think yeah, next year will be very uh, sorry, um, not sure. I think he has a year left. Steven, am I right? I believe it's a year left. Okay, so he has to find someone then. I, I think he does what Kane does. Okay, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think so too. It's kind of like because if Kane leaves, just forget about it. Son is going. <laughs> it's kind of like Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard at Toronto. You know that Toronto year? <laughs> they go together. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Green, the whole time they're asking Danny Green what to do, he calling him quiet, like, hey, quiet. <laughs> I, I think uh, I agree with you. I actually, actually think Son stays. I also think, I actually think Pogba stays, actually. I think yeah, he signs a new contract. I think they give him, they, 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 they give him, no, not even that, I think they make him highest paid. That's what I think is going to happen. That's my prediction. And that's why they are kind of trying to face. I mean, I mean, highest paid is not going to get to WDR level, but I think but the club, really is, well, I think the club is trying to face WDR out. Like you can really see WDR is now a second keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are trying to face him out. Like they can um, reduce that weight book. Structure exactly. That's what they're trying to do. Hold on, guys. But what about the comments you're making in the face of what uh, Pogba's agent said? Pogba's agent said he is leaving. It's a, it's Raiola. Come on, Raiola. It's Raiola. It's money. Have you watched the wire before? I don't know if you have seen the wire. The, the, the show, the wire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, Steve, you remember Prop Joe? You know who Proposition Joe was in the wire? That's exactly right. Raiola reminds me of Proposition Joe. He all is about is the deals, right? So he will say and do whatever and throw like dummy, dummy scenarios. He will do whatever. Just but to he get makes the deals though. Prop Joe makes the deals though. Same with same with Raiola. He makes the deals. That's he always gets but so if he said a deal's gonna happen, it is possible. It, it could happen. Like I wouldn't bet against him that he has actually had serious talks with other clubs. Okay. I'm just saying, and anyway, you, you could say it's just like he's trying to drive it up or whatever. I just wanted to see what you guys thought about what he's saying. So you, you think know what? he's <laughs> talking. You think he's just talking. No, actually, actually, let, let, let me take that back. I think it's 50-50. I think he could stay and get highest paid, but I also think he could just be talk. Because this is, I think the thing that is driving everything is, Pogba is not going to stay on the same wages, 290K. Pogba is 290,000, right? Right now. Mm -hmm. Probably only three clubs in Cornwall football can afford that, based on their wage structure, their cap, all of that, FFP. That's PSG. Um, Real Madrid, Juve can't even afford that. Juve, I would have said Juve, but they cannot. They are cutting their wages because, because they will have 500k or 600k. They are in trouble. That's what, that was one of the reasons that they brought Perello in. So I don't digress too much into why Juve is middle, but they are trying to cut their wage structure. And Pogba is not going to take a pay cut. They, if you cannot even match his current wage, he's not taking a pay cut to me. So I think economics is driving everything in United's favor. That's the point mm -hmm. I'm trying to make. Economy is driving it in our favor right now. Only if Real Madrid, for some reason, are able to get bail off their wage books, and Zidane is like, you know what? It's time to replace, you know, Modric and the Modric 36 schools, and we need somebody like Pogba. That's the only club I see him going to. So if only that's agreed, then I say okay, then that's where it's going to. 
Apart from that, I just think United will not want to lose him for free, and they will just say, you know what, we'll pay you 300k, make we'll bump it up by 10k for you to stay. So, because we are, this is the reality, Pogba can sign a new contract, right? As he will. <laughs> now, if it's not going well, he will force his way out. <laughs> that is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like that, people like Pogba and Raiola, that doesn't mean anything to them. Signing new contract, he will force his way out. Where do you think Pogba wants to go, though? Do you think he's one of those players who has that Real Madrid dream? I don't see that. I don't, I, I don't he does. He has said it. He literally said it. That's what, that's. That's the time of the family in 2019. Yeah. He was on, I think, international and said, Oh, Rima, this is his dream. He has always been his dream. Zidane. So he's already done the whole Rima, this is my dream thing. He's done it already. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So let's move on to top four years. I, I don't know say before we, we get off that topic, I hope he leaves. <laughs> I hope he leaves. Ah, hater. Hater. <laughs> hater. Uh, I can't stand seeing him playing for y'all. Those, those moves, man. Did you see how he brushed Dyer off today? He was like, go back home. Go yeah, back home. He does that a lot. That speedy thing where he just like, he trusts people. Yinka Malone, thanks for the comment. Yinka says, nice job, guys. Thank you, Yinka. Uh, we, we, thanks, Yinka. Doing our best. Uh, so, yeah. If, so, so, in my opinion, uh, just ending that back thing, yeah, that's what I think. I think economics is driving it. I think Son will stay, Kane will stay. That's what I think, in my opinion. Top four is. So we are going to run through this quickly. I don't think we should spend too much time. I think we already know who's going to talk to, right? Pending any disaster. In fact, I, we know who's going to talk to. Whether it's you know, something is Manchester City, Man United. Yeah, so the main two spots. Who is, who is taking the third and fourth spot? Let's start with Steven. Because your team is in, in that. So who do you think logically? Who, who do you think? I, I would say... Leicester, I think Liverpool especially with Liverpool coming back, I, I think they may get it in. I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt just because they have the experience of winning. And, and I know Leicester failed today to West Ham. I, I, think, I think West Ham's run is going to stop just short. They're doing well. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible what they're doing. It's amazing. <laughs> What Lingard is doing, man. Oh, it's incredible, too. Lingard, it's incredible. My God. <laughs> but I think Leicester can do it because of what I've seen from Brendan Rodgers. He has the tactical ability for each game to make the right decisions. I, I would say Leicester Liverpool. And that comment from Yinka. Uh, let me take a comment, sorry. Uh, say, Pogs should stay. I use my mama bigger. No, okay. <laughs> I wish she stays. I wish she stays too. I really do. I, you know, I, really I also do. think United should show us back up his ambition. They need to back up his ambition. You can't keep doing this. You can't keep doing this. Oh, we want to win, but we're not going to invest. They should invest. They should invest in the manager. If they say, this is their guy, they should invest. That's who I am now. Like, whether I agree to social, I can take us over the line or not, does not matter. I don't own yeah, Manchester United. I've, I've gone past I'm, that. <laughs> I'm not the board. If you say this is your guy, invest. Go or go home. Go big or go home. Like go big or go home. Put your mouth like go big or go home. Because people need to understand and United body to understand that players' career is not infinite, right? It's not infinite. You mm -hmm. need to regress after a while. This good momentum where we regress if you do not make the right signings at the right time. Yep. You know, me and you talked about this for uh, ten, five, three hours yesterday. Me and I don't the phone. About when when teams are at their peak, you have to invest. That's what, does. Yeah. That's what Man City does. That's what Liverpool did with club. You have to do. If you don't do it, to regress. It's as simple as that. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not rocket science. 
it's not rocket science. Uh, Bolu, great DJ. Thank you, Bolu. Thanks for the comments. Uh, where, where, where were we? Top four is okay. Half and go. Who, who do you think is going yeah, to be top two is more or less secured. Yeah. I think um, Leicester will not do or will not make the same mistake they made last season. I think they will be the third team. It's the fourth team that is um, is a bit dicey because if you go and look at the fixtures, um, Chelsea have a couple of top games coming up and they, are, they get to play West Ham and they get to play Leicester before the end of this season. So it could, it could go anyway. Injuries could happen. You, you don't know where Chelsea will be in the Champions League at that time. How would they prioritize? But if I'm just going to go with my gut feeling, I feel Chelsea would be able to do just about enough to get into the top four. I think West Ham will just it will be just one of those a moments. They tried, <laughs> they tried, they were almost there, but something just happened and they didn't make it. So I feel Chelsea have enough. I think they have the depth in the squad to play both competitions. And I I like the way um um Tucho has been able to manage the team. The way he has been able to tweak things here and there has uh, yeah. been quite impressive. I think he can; he's good enough, and the team is good enough to make um, top four. So I'll just go with Chelsea in fourth place. But the first three, I believe, that will always be there. Will be obviously Man City winning the league, United second, and I think Leicester will get the third spot. But the first spot, I think, is a bit dicey. But I'll just go with Chelsea on that one. It's so tight though, because have you? Really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just the point, the goal difference. Everything, yeah, everything is, is very close. Yeah, they're like 18, 19, 16 goal difference. I mean, one or two games is going to change it. it it's change. Uh, and you're right. I'm looking at it right now. So right now, Leicester is on 56. And between Leicester all the way down to uh, Liverpool is just, what, four points. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that one is really time. crazy. <laughs> It's four points between three from three to six. Tottenham is kind of yeah, slightly far behind now. Uh, mm -hmm. This is my opinion, actually. actually. No thanks to you. <laughs> no thanks to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take your time. Take your time. <laughs> That's my dad for the week for you. Every time I see you, this is what I do. Take your time. <laughs> Answer if you don't score more than five goals, nobody dances. That's the rule. You didn't hear about this rule? No, 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 that's not it. <laughs> 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 you cannot dance if you didn't score five goals. Nigga, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's my dance for you. So, uh, Bolu says, Messi Lingard might pull the surprise for West Ham. I agree, Bolu. I agree. Wait, Bolu, like sometimes, right? Football can be a simple game where. Your, your best players, you know, just just pull pull it out of the hat. I agree. Best, like the way Lingard, Messi Lingard is playing, it just feels like he's on a mission. Like you know, I'm going to drive and his team. I'm driving. Yeah, and he's the he's picking at the right time. They just have yes. seven games to go, and he's not been playing for United for a long time, and so he's not going. There's no fear of burnout or anything like that. So he's he's picking for them at a very very good time. I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, so this is my opinion about top four. I said it on the watch along. I actually think Leicester is going to bottle it again. I did. I do. I look at their fixtures. I look at their fixtures, and I'm like, yeah, they, they should not be losing at this game. Like the one they lost today. You know, I I get the last loss to Man City. I mean, it's Man City last week. That's fine. Losing to West Ham. 
and like all these points they are dropping this limit they still have to go they still have to play manchester united they still have to play uh chelsea they still have to play yeah. there's somebody else they still have to play i just i looked at the fixture they still many have, of those guys competing for the for the oh, first spot are going to play Liverpool. Yeah. You have to put a factor in. Remember that these past few weeks they lost Madison. Madison's just coming back. Coming back, yeah. He's a big part to them. If they can get him in the run in to the yeah. end, it'll make a difference. Like yeah, I agree. No, I, I don't agree. They've had bad injuries, but this one that I was gonna say though, you know, because you know me, I, I like Madonna's, but I think West Ham today were without Declan Rice, were without Mikel Antonio. They're just two of their key players, and obviously, Leicester squad is better than West Ham. Leicester squad is better than West Ham, and they lost comfortably to them. Well, they made a run towards the end, but so, so my opinion, I think Leicester is going to bother it. I just have that, I just have that sneaky feeling they're going to bother it, and I think Chelsea is going to finish third. And I think at the last last minute, I think Liverpool is going to sneak in. Liverpool is going to sneak into the fourth. That's that's what I see happening. I think yeah, you, have, you have the traditional top four people then. Yeah, yeah. I think Leicester is going to bother. I, I, I can't. I'm just seeing like games that they actually should not be losing. It's like if you're losing type of games when you play the big teams. What are you going to do? So, but Madison might change all of this. Up, sometimes they pull up some wins that you don't expect them to win. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Madison might change everything. Uh, and just have some tough games coming now. Madison might change everything. Tough games coming. You guys just laughing in the comments. This is garbage Arsenal. So what? Is Arsenal drawing? I, we, are talking I, I, about, we are talking about top four here. So why is Arsenal drawing? No one cares about Arsenal. Arsenal can chat to like Brighton and them, man. That, those those yeah. are the issues. Don't, don't really care about Arsenal. Arsenal can chat to Southampton and Leeds. There's no one cares about them. Nobody cares about them. They are not issue. That, that's their level. Nobody cares about these people. <laughs> Yeah, they're not in conversation. <laughs> in fact, the relegation concern is more interesting than talking about Arsenal. Like, every time I think about Arsenal this season, I just think, like, in my mind, everything, how has this man his job? Like, how has Arsenal kept his job? Like, Arsenal is like a mystery to me right now. I, I just. I, I, <laughs> it's a mystery. I, we, we talked about Arsenal for so long on the last part. I didn't want to go into that. But yeah, you're right. It's a mystery. <laughs> I guess they decided that Ateta is the guy. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what it is. I just want so to die on that field. That, yeah, we know we know we're not probably going anywhere forward, but at least he's doing some cultural change, cultural shift. So that's fine. If, if that's what they're doing. So, relegation battle, quickly. Our mm -hmm. last, I'll spend the last five minutes. Is there a relegation battle anymore? No, I don't think so. I think the people that are in the bottom three are going anyway. <laughs> Full of so, my heart. I'm gonna be honest, guys. And I before you came on, um Steven, we talked about this. Me and Alpha. Fulham broke my heart. I was rooting for Fulham <laughs> specifically because of the Nigerian boys there. Nigerian, I think, Nigerian contingents. Yeah, I think Fulham Fulham <laughs> Fulham broke my heart. <laughs> Arsenal is getting a lot of smoke, even though they are winning, you know. That is it's, it's all Siamara says poor Arsenal. <laughs> I get a lot of smoke. Who does C support? She's a Manchester United fan. Manchester United. Okay, okay. Manchester United fan. So, yeah. but we're, we're talking about soccer here, just soccer, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? You, you got to talk about things that are good. Everything that is good, you talk about. Everything is good. <laughs> <laughs>
think, you guys think um, Sheffield of Colossus, they are relegated. West Brom yeah, and West Brom, no. So you go full yeah. because I look at the points now, it's six points, all right? Six. Yeah. Between Fulham and Newcastle. I want yeah. Newcastle to go down so much. I don't like Newcastle. I'm going to make it clear. I know it's a good start with our former boy. I don't care about that. Like, for me, I, I can support managers and players. I'm not one of those people that do like, nah, I don't care. I don't like Newcastle. I don't like this type of football. Because he has relegated, like, what, three teams? He's a relegation specialist. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I got to well, changing his fortune this year. For a fan of such a big club and you sit near the top of the league every year, you have too much beef for smaller clubs. <laughs> like, I just want to say this personally. You have too much personal beef for smaller clubs. Like, what is your business? Why do you hate Why do you care about <laughs> I don't like Mike Ashley. Look, I'm going to explain why. I don't like Mike Ashley. I really don't. I feel like the guy, the guy reminds me of kind of, I'll say Glazer 0.5, right? The guy is just like sucking the life out of that club. Sports, he used them for like to front his sport direct, you know. Sport direct, yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot about it. I don't like I don't like what he has done to that club. Because Newcastle is a big club. They have like the third, at some point, they are like yeah, third. The club is big, yeah. In the United Kingdom, like the, the stadium, everything. But he's just like sucked the life out of them. Where they've gone from this. Oh, the director and what's his name, Rafa, Rafa Benitez. I like, oh, he's playing poor football, but since then they just they progressively like gone like in terrible Rafa go. Like everything they do after that, it's like, what are you doing? What's your plan here? Like, what is your plan? You know, so that's why I don't like them. Not because of the fans. I'll make that clear. It's because of their owner ownership. Fair so, fair uh, fair. let's end. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. Uh, Newcastle, Fulham, they could drop to League One for all I care. What, what I need <laughs> is I need a top center back and I need a, a, a real serious push with Mourinho getting back to his philosophy. In fact, I want five teams to be relegated <laughs> so we can have more players to choose from when we back this <laughs> Oh, wow, look at the guy that says I have. Look at the guy that says I No, but I want it for the players. I want us to get some players. Some players I really like. Like I like from Brighton, I want uh, Tariq Lamptey. I want uh, Newcastle. Newcastle, I like uh, Almiron. I really like him. I, I, I think that he'll help us. You know, for a title push. I don't think he's, he's that level for where yeah. you're trying to go to. No, he's he's better than what we have on the bench. When Bale leaves, right, and I'm hoping Lamilla leaves, for a title push, you need like a stable of good producing wingers, even if they're not the starters, but very good producing wingers. But anyway, yeah, I, I like him. I like Bergwijn oh. can't finish. Bergwijn can't. Oh, finish. you can go and do the the um, type of juju or voodoo that Klopp did, and for two years his players not get injured. <laughs> Like that, whatever do that he did those two and a half years when the Liverpool team players are not getting injured, I want some of that because <laughs> I don't know how to pull that up, you know, because that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Those two years, they, they didn't get any injuries, like major injuries. They were the same guys were going, they're running back and running back and running back, running back and they won the league. So that, that, that's I think, it's, I think it's starting on them now. It is, it is, it kind of is. I agree, it's kind of is. Uh, we plan progress, so let's end with. What are your thoughts on what English team go all the way in Europe? Let's start with Champions League. Uh, let's go with uh, Steven first. Which English team is going to go? I mean, all the way, at least get to the final. Steven, uh, thoughts? 
man, I, I have to say Man City. Okay. City, I, I, I have to put put it on them. I, I think that they have what it takes. With this addition of Diaz, I've watched that guy's interviews, man. He says something that's so important. He said the other day, like, it's not even about all the, the tactics. I mean, tactics are important. But he said it's about, okay, we're attacking. We make mistakes. If you make a mistake, the team, your teammates will cover you. That's what it's about. If you make a mistake, the teammates will cover you. And the kind of, like, with the attacking prowess they already have and the tactical astuteness from Pep, like setting up the spaces, exploiting teams, then you have somebody who's bringing this kind of mindset to motivate players and give them the safety, just kind of like psychological safety of we're playing and my teammates are behind me all the time. I, I think he's he could be the signing of – he could be signing of uh, – I don't want to say the season. It hasn't ended yet. But I think it's huge for them. I think he can push them towards – you know, they were so close with company for the Champions League. He's exactly what they needed for the league and for the Champions League. I, I'm going to put it all on them. I'm not sure about Chelsea. Okay. Sure about Chelsea. That's fair. That's fair. We, I, we'll do another episode where we'll go to interest, um, sign of the season. Uh, I think he has been the sign of the season, at least in EPL. He has, in my opinion. Uh, I, I say that because I remember – he made the most impact. Yeah, he made the most impact. Actually, when we went for we're going for Maguire that season, a friend of mine actually said, "Let's go for Diaz. We should go for Diaz." You know, he watches all of the leagues, and I was, I was like, ah, "I know he's kind of good. He's Benfica, but wow, what an impact! He's he's incredible." Uh, Alpha, who thinks going to go all the way? The city, city. city. Yeah, it, they're, they're just too good, and the options they have in attack and even in defense. When you have um, you have Laporte, you have Stones, you have Diaz, you have Ake. They're just poor choices in defense. They have Walker, Cancelo. So I just think they have the squad depth um, and they have players that offer different things in different kind of games and in different situations. And it's up to it's up to um, Pep on this on this one. Like he has no excuse not to deliver <laughs> at least get to the final because he has a good enough squad. Music. He's a top manager, and I feel like, considering the things that are left, you should be able to you should be able to get them over the line. They, that squad is just too stacked not to be able to push through. So, okay, I I, I agree with you guys. I also think yeah, every other team has major holes. They have their own holes. Let's be honest, right? When they have their holes are in comparison to like the Bayerns, the PSGs, the yeah, to know, the elite elite Chelsea's Real Madrid. Yeah, I, I think they are the ones that will go all the way to the final. You know, uh, I think Chelsea will go to the final. Funny enough, I do think so. Because I've been, I'm saying because I've been uh -huh. looking at this pan pandemic football. I'm, I've been paying very, very close attention to what's going on regarding the teams that can like keep it very, very tight and can be very, very, very um, pragmatic in amount of quality chances they, they, they let they let in or concede. Just chances that they are giving up. I think that kind of team is going to really go fine as far as the Champions League. And also, let's be very clear and honest, Chelsea are on the easier side of the bracket, right? If Chelsea were on this side where there was Bayern, they are not going to the final. But the side they are on in, I think obviously, I think they are already through Porto, but the next people they are going to meet, which I think is most likely going to be Madrid, Madrid is going to be a tough game for them, no doubt. But with Chelsea's play, Chelsea are not going to give Madrid that space that Liverpool gave them. That's not happening in Chelsea. 
you know, they're not going to give, they're going to press the life out of them. It's going to be a different ball game. That's what I'm saying. And I, I predicted that they are going to get to the final along the massive. But hey, it's Champions League. You can say anything and anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it's just one night. Everything can change. Europa, uh, back to Steven. I don't talk about Europa. It's not my life. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this guy. That is I understand. You know, this is a therapy session. Let me get into my doctor mode. It's a therapy session, Stephen. You know, we have to like to host therapy sessions. I know you are, you are suffering. You are suffering for that 3 0. <laughs> that was the biggest error I've seen. <laughs> Honestly, I don't like um, predicting about Europa because it's such a, to be honest, a lot of the teams in it, I don't watch them. You know what I'm saying? So I could tell you in previous years, I could tell you, oh, Sevilla has a good chance because they're always in it. But a lot of the teams that are even in the final periods, I don't really watch them. So honestly, my focus is Tottenham getting back to the top four, trying to win the league. Like, honestly, I, I can't tell you that I'm sitting there watching Europa games. That's fair. Honestly. That's fair. I don't really watch a lot of Europa games, but like there are some traditional teams that when you get to a certain level of the tournament, you like you know them, you like this how they play and stuff like that. But I think United, United should. It's it's there for us not to. <laughs> it's there for us to take if we are serious. Yeah, if we are serious, it's there for us to take. So, but you know how we always bottle it up in the semi-finals, so you never can tell. But ideally. From all the teams that are left at the moment, I think United should be able to do just about enough. <laughs> just about enough to cross the line. Yeah, I think and so. I think we're the best team. Yeah, we're the best team left there. But it, it, it is what it is. I'm, I'm more or less like, my mind is already going towards next season. I just want to watch my team play better football. That's, that's just important to me as well because it's, it's kind of like this happening when you watch different games of different teams that you don't support and you enjoy football and you really enjoy watching the game and you come to United and you're like, mm, mm. yeah, I'm happy. I'm, I don't want to sound like someone has always morning, but I'm happy that we're getting points and um, we're getting the points and we're winning games, which is very important. But I also want to see the team play this a bit better. I agree with you. I agree with you. And before I go, I'm going to say, um, yeah, I think United should win it. I'm going to say this. There are piles that were drawn between the season of Mario's 2017-18 season. I said on the watch along. And this season, literally, when it comes to defending goals, expected goals, all the analytics about football, goals scored, all that, it's like a literally, it matches what, like, and I remember saying this then, during that season, for anybody that was, that was willing to hear me, like, yes, we are second. Yes, it feels good. Yes, we had a couple of ex and that's the weather of exciting games, the way games are Arsenal. Like we had some very good away wins that look like, oh yeah, we just need just first time of season, we're looking really good. We just need two, three players here and there to like jump to the next level, right? And I remember saying in there, like our football, the way we are playing this to improve. We cannot keep doing this. We'll have maybe a very good game every seven, eight games. This is not sustainable. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say the same thing here. We've done very well, social has done well. 
our football needs to improve next season. Like, my goodness, yeah, that's what we need more performance like this. If not, and if you don't sign, which is probably the most critical part, right? If you don't sign the right players, it's going to regress. It will regress. And we cannot do this. We have to sign the right players and we need better playing football. So, after, after that, yeah, I think United can win it all. Arsenal, eh, eh, I, I don't think they will get stopped in the semi-final. That's my prediction. If they get to South Africa, I think they'll get stopped by their former man, Mr. Good Evening. <laughs> nah, Emery, <laughs> Emery is going to stop there. <laughs> I think I think Emery is going to stop Arsenal. That's my that's my hot take for the week. Uh, let's take the last comment before I go. Siamara uh, says, if Arsenal makes it to the semis, I think they can win it. Hate to say it. Well, I don't know. I think you have been too optimistic, Siamara. I think they are getting stopped by Villarreal. You know I think she's trolling. Oh, this is trolling. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, she to say it in the end. I don't know if she's trolling. <laughs> just hate to say it. I think they're. I think they're going out. I think they're going yeah, out. I, I, I would say just as we're wrapping up, Joe. Like, I see what you guys are saying about wanting to play better football. I, I think that Solskjaer has managed to kind of hit the balance between sitting back and parking the bus and picking the right moments to attack. I think you started the game today sitting back and kind of seeing what we would do. Yeah. And in the second half, taking the opportunity. Not that you guys came out to attack in the second half, but just picking the moments. And I'm the kind of fan that I don't understand your wanting to see better football because for me, that's great football. I, I like that defensive play. If my players can be smart enough to be decisive at the right time, I would love that kind of game. That's why that's I like. Fair. That's why I that's like your approach in the first half of the season. I, that's I fair. Yeah, 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 more of a pragmatic of a team that's like a snake, you know, like a cobra. It's just sitting back, it's chilling. Everybody's saying, "Why? Why are they doing this? We don't like this." And they just strike at the right time, take their three points, and go home. And, and the media can keep talking till they take the trophy home. I just like that. I just like That's that. fair. I just think that sustainability of, it depends on where you want to end up, right? That's, that's yeah. the key. I always say, what is the peak of that? If your peak is to just be competitive, you know, I, we talked about this yesterday, finishing top four, just be there. That, that would work over a long period of time. That would work, right? That's fine. If you're trying to win the big things in this current version of this league, because people need to understand that and you know this, Onoche, like every three or four years, the league profile changes. It changes. This league profile with Klopp and Pep, that every time they win the league, they get to like 90-something. And even you have to throw in Conte, 90-something point, 90-something points. That's, I personally don't think that is going to be sustainable to get 90-something yeah. points. Like, what you need is, like what you said, what you need in that moment is everybody needs to be pretty much like almost world-class or very good. Like K, like that. There's a reason why K, someone is the only person that can do those kind of things. Like, to get like 20 points, you need your, you need like, you, you need, conversion rates. Yes, yes. You need in some passing, in picking moments is almost impossible. That's the problem. It's yeah, almost impossible. You need high volume of chances. Yeah, you need to create a lot of chances. That means you have to play more focusedly. You need the world-class finishers to strike. And you definitely can't be losing games 6-1. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Trying to throw shit. Get out of here. I will come to the end of the pod. I don't want to drag too long. You're trying to throw shit. Get out of here. <laughs> That's not sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, three points is three points. You, we got you guys back today, so I'm going to end it with you all. Take your time with it, man. Take your time. Take your time with it.
Hey, <laughs> what it is, man. Good, good yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, Alpha, thanks for coming up. Steven, thanks for coming up. Thanks for watching. Like, share, subscribe, and we are out. All right. I've ended the.